Hello friends, Michael from Hannigan Media and I'm in the office of Henderson County Sheriff Bodie Hillhouse. How you doing today, Sheriff? Doing great. How are you, Mike? I am good. Listen, we're not going to do any small talk this morning because we've got something really important you just told me about. Uh, listen in, folks. There's a scam alert. There's a scam taking place in Henderson County that's already caught some of our residents. Sheriff, what's going on? Yes, sir. Uh, we've taken a couple reports, and also uh, Constable Brad Myers in Precinct 5 has taken some reports. And uh, folks are receiving phone calls saying they are with DirecTV and that they will get your monthly bill down to $70, $80 range if you will go to uh, the store and buy some eBay cards and send the eBay cards uh Give them the eBay card information and pay three months in advance, and then they will uh, start this new promotion that DirecTV is doing. And uh, DirecTV has no ties with this. It's, it is totally 100% a scam, and uh, we're just trying to get the word out. And we've had people actually fall for this scam in Henderson County. Yes, sir. The, the, the big warning flag is go get eBay cards. Yes, that is the big flag here, folks. If they're telling you to go get something that can't be traced, then there's a real problem. Yes, sir. Um, okay, how long has this been going on? Um, Constable Brad Myers called me a couple of days ago, told me he was taking the first report. I came back, was talking to the lieutenant here, uh, and uh, letting him know to let the guys know that this scam was going on. And uh, they advised me that, at the first of this week, we had they we had also taken some calls, so it's it's fairly so it's new. Just this week, this yes, one's sir. just started this week, and it's hidden Henderson County. All right, guys, listen. If you get a call from Direct TV, um, you you want to make sure that you protect yourself. That that's a scam that's going on right now. Thank you for that information, Sheriff. All right, so let's get into the way we normally do things here, and I think that's the first time in all of the it podcasts is. that we've done the entire time that we didn't start with the stats. Yes, sir. Uh, this week, uh, since we met last, uh, they've booked in 69 individuals, 17 females, 52 males. Average daily population so far this year has been 386. We've got 353 in custody today, and 72 of those are out-of-county inmates. All right. So, um, the you know, it's interesting to me since we've been doing the stats and, and going through this. When we first started, it was really common to have out-of-county inmates being in the 20s, maybe in the low 30s if yes. there was a bunch. Um, now... Uh, 70 sounds low. Yes, it does. It does, especially since the year we had last year. Yeah. Yeah. All right. As far as what's been going on um, in crime around the county in the last week, I think that one of the big things we want to talk about is an, is an interesting burglary arrest that happened, I believe, up on the north side of Cedar Creek Lake. Yes, sir. We got a call on uh, January 28th. Deputies responded um, out off of Rush Roads, at Rush Road out of Maybank uh, in reference to a burglary in progress. We arrived on scene. Um, suspect was basically uh, sitting on his knees in front of a blue shed. The neighbor had uh, heard, heard something outside. It was very early in the morning, around 2.20 in the morning. He had heard something, came outside, uh, saw that this suspect was um, 
burglarizing the uh, building next door to him. And he basically detained the individual and called the sheriff's office. We came up there, made the arrest, and uh, put him in jail for burglary of the building. But um, the neighbor did an outstanding job. He uh, he had a, a large dog with him and basically just told the uh, suspect to sit and wait on the cops or he was going to release his dog and everything, and, and he did, and there was no further incident. That that is amazing to me. He held this. Uh, he held the burglar at dog point. Yes, sir. That is that is a greatness, um, you know. Because hey, I, I'm this is not a gun rights right. issue that I'm saying, but I always worry when people get involved with trying to protect themselves with a weapon because um, there's so much training that really goes into being able to handle a weapon well. Yes, sir. Um, so many things can go wrong. Uh, dog, on the other hand, man's best friend. Yes, sir. And, uh, a big dog can go a long ways toward <laughs> protecting your, your, your place. Uh, I got a couple of those myself that I'm pretty proud of. Uh, but that's great. So, how have burglaries been going? in the county the beginning of the year we've been getting more reports than normal or anything or is this kind of a it it really it's been pretty steady uh i see more thefts coming in and of course the difference between a theft is you know uh somebody might have permission to be on a property and take something or go to walmart and take something out of it um you know a burglary is where they enter a building or a uh, residence uh without consent and they're there to to steal something or commit an assault. So and, so but, so burglary is when you steal something with that thing we all grew up hearing on like Barney Miller and stuff, breaking and entering. Yes, that's it. That that would be burglary. Got it. Okay. Thank <laughs> and, you for uh, the explanation. But they've 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 pro- had you know, they've held steady. We're we're not seeing an increase of them right now. Uh, seems like thefts are probably up a little bit, but but burglaries are not. All right. Hey, well, the, it's it's always good to catch um, someone like that. It's interesting too because a lot of the burglaries um, that that I know about, at least I know about, um, are not. It it's it's sheds and it's yards, and they're stealing tractors and they're yes. equipment and. Um, like uh, this one was breaking into a shed and yes. stealing equipment out of the shed. Um, that's where these main burglaries are taking place, right? Yes, sir. And so the best way to protect yourself is to make sure that your stuff is locked up and 100%. you're putting it inside a shed or you've got a storage building and you're making sure that that storage building is secure. And we make sure that we're not leaving stuff out so that a burglar can see it. Yes, and target your stuff. Yes, a hundred percent. A lot of times they what well, they do what we call casing, and they're just riding around looking for opportunities. And when an opportunity arises, they act on it. So keep your stuff put up. Yes, sir. is what it is. Um, and I know a lot of trailers and stuff like that. I've got for my trailer. I've got like a hitch lock. Yes, you know where you where you can put it in and make sure that it's all locked up and everything else like that. And so, yeah, be careful. Take care of your stuff. Again, we're not these kinds of things aren't usually home invasions. These things are like you said, these storage buildings, that kind of stuff. Yes. All right. So, um, 
as we as we always note, most of these burglaries and uh, thefts somehow end up being connected to drugs. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. They're usually just trying to support their their addiction, whatever it may be, alcohol or drugs. And you had another big. Uh, drug bust in the last week. Yes, the uh, investigators uh, here and the narcotics investigators did an outstanding job. Um, they conducted a traffic stop last Friday and uh, was able, during the traffic stop was able to locate uh, more than four ounces, which is more than 100 grams of methamphetamine. We were able to get that off the street. Um, he's in jail here now and will be here for a while. And, uh, yeah, it was... It, it was a really good deal. It's all. It always makes me feel good when we get a large amount of meth off off the street. Right, because that's a dealer. That's not just an individual user. Again, I know that you've yes. said many, many times uh, that Henderson County has a zero tolerance policy when it comes to uh, methamphetamine, all drugs, obviously, but methamphetamine for for sure. But when you can get someone like this with a significant amount of drugs, that's that's an important get. Yes, it is. I mean, you, we're talking about more than more than eight hundred uses is what we got off the street. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's great news. And uh, you know, you guys have been pretty active in the last. Um, three to four months yes um with some really big busts um are you seeing any i mean is it obviously you always want to be doing it because you know that's that's what we do but are you seeing any impact at all on the methamphetamine traffic in east texas and and i'm saying east texas because you know, it's. I know that it's not just Henderson County. I know that it's the entire region. Are we seeing any kind of impact at all? I really think we are here in Henderson County, and I know that the surrounding agencies, Kaufman just got a really large bust. Anderson County and Palestine PD just got a really large bust. Um, I'm, I really do feel like we're, we're making headway. Um, we're never going to stop it. We, we know that. That's realization, but um, we got to slow it the best we can and uh and I, I really do feel like because doing the investigations uh, you know a lot of times we have i've got the deputies out there all the time working drug interdiction basically trying to stop cars and trying to find meth and uh when we start seeing their success rate go down a little bit on the patrol side then it, it tells you something there's not as much available at the time so that's really what you know that's basically the only scale we have to see what's here and what's not but that makes sense you know that if you stop a hundred cars and you stopped a hundred cars six months ago and you got x amount of drugs right. if you stop a hundred cars now and you're getting less statistically you can go back and figure out what you should yes. be getting and if it's lower you know you're making an impact yes sir that's awesome. Okay, great news on that front. Uh, let's finish up with some really good news. I know that uh, you're happy to announce that uh, you had an academy uh, graduate here recently. We did. We had, uh, you know, every year we have try to have two jail academies. We weren't able to do that last year, but we started this year off just like we have every year. And 
we had uh, academy and graduated uh they graduated last friday everyone showed up monday to take the state exam here and everyone passed the state exam on the very first try which is which is a great news makes us feel good when knows that the training that we're giving them is the training that they need um, to be able to tackle that state test and then go back there uh, in a jail setting and, and get more training uh, through a FTO field training program but um, yes it's a uh, you know in the jail academy when I when I went to the jail school it was a little over a week now it's a, a little over three weeks um, so it's it's not an easy course by no means uh, they throw a whole lot of information at you, basically uh, telling you what the state requires you to give the inmates, and uh, they've done an outstanding job. and And we're always we're always glad to uh, be able to graduate a class and and watch these folks grow throughout their careers. It's where a lot of them start. It's where I started, and where a lot of them are starting now. And uh, it's a great foundation. So, how many were in the academy? We actually had uh, we actually had twelve, and we graduated ten. Um, That's a good size academy. It is. It is, especially you know we're trying to keep our numbers down right now. Sure. And and, uh, and really, we the other ones weren't able to graduate because they ended up being first hand contact, and then they couldn't get the the hours that they needed. So sure. I mean, it still got in the way of the academy because uh, I feel like we would have graduated all twelve, but. Uh, but yeah, we uh, it was a great deal, and and I know um, you know we've been talking about every time we talk about the stats, we talk about how many more out of county inmates we have coming in. Is more our our does our jail does the jail need more jailers? Uh, actually, right now the way we sit, uh, the state of Texas says that we should have. 105 detention officers to operate the size of the facility that we have being able to hold 509 inmates. Um, right now in the detention division, there's 95 officers. Um, so I, w- I would really like to get back up to that 105. But when you think about it, we're not at the 509 level. Right. Um, so uh, we're, we're well within the standards, but... Uh, you know, it's gonna. It would be nice to be back at the 105 where the state recommends. Uh, that would just give you a little breathing room, especially when there's always openings, and somebody's always sick, somebody's always taking sure. a vacation. It would just give you a little more breathing room. But um, we're we're hanging in there and doing well. And the other part about that is, you want somebody who's trained and ready to go that you know to plug in if there is an opening in the yes. back. If someone does step away and you have to have someone. It's always good to have someone that you trained here. You know that you've, you know, been there for the tests and you've helped them with their training. Yes, yes, and and it's, uh, you know, there's lots. Most of our deputies and investigators here working for the sheriff's office, uh, civil deputies, most of them started back there, and we keep their jailer's license up just so we can do that. I mean, they're actually actually dual purpose. You know, they can work in the jail, they can work on the street, cover this, cover that, and. Uh, it works out great. We haven't had to use them, but there's always there's sure. always a chance. Sure, you in a, in an organization like this, you have to have people who are cross trained so yes. that they know exactly what's going on at any minute. 
All right, well, great news. Congratulations on the Academy. Um, and we're going to wrap things up with that. Before we go, though, um, we want to like let people know again that uh, the Sheriff's Office listens to uh, tips from the community. In fact, um, it's an important, a really important uh, uh, part of what you do here at the Sheriff's Office with your social media and your outreach and what they say. So why don't you let people know where they can get a hold of you if they have a tip. Yes, please give us a call here at the Sheriff's Office at 903-675-5128. You can reach out to me on the Henderson County Sheriff's Office Facebook page. You can send a private message to that page, and you will be talking directly with me. No one else uh, has the information to be uh, running that page, so I will get back with you. Or if you want to call in an anonymous tip, you can reach out to Crime Stoppers at one eight hundred five four five tips, and those all all those tips filter back down into local law enforcement. So please reach out. We really do listen listen to these. And those tips to the uh, Crime Stoppers are anonymous. Yes, they're totally anonymous. Okay, so before we get out of here, important question though: Who you got Sunday in the big Super Bowl game? <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm hoping for Mahomes. I'm, I'm hoping for Chiefs. I'm I'm pretty sure that everybody's a Patrick Mahomes fan. <laughs> yes, sir. Here in uh, in East Texas, at least at this time of the year. All right. Hey, thank you very much, uh, Sheriff, and we will see you next week. Thank you, Mike.